Alrighty, good evening, everybody. It's September the 15th, 2021. It's a Wednesday. I guess it's the Edibus Septembribus. That's Latin for the Ides of September. It's 8.32 in the p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. This is the Fakeologist speaking. I come to you from the north shores of Lake Ontario. Toronto, Ontario, Canada, the, the media capital of Canada. And the home of the Peter Della Lana School of Public Health. Funded, began by the Rockefellers. And that's why we are the epicenter of this epidemiology fraud, which is all based on a lie. And we're in month 19. It's getting boring. If you just looked out the window to see that there's nothing happening, you wouldn't know there's something happening without the electronic media. There aren't people dying around you. I don't know anyone who's sick or died personally. And there's no evidence for many any illness. The only illness going on is, of course, the economy, which they are purposely crashing, bringing to its absolute knees so they can restart it in their image with their CBDC, central bank digital currency, and they want to basically make the economy uh, as a central planned one, controlling it from top to bottom, A to B, making it equal for everyone. And equalizing it for everyone would be means basically taking away <laughs> taking away anything that anyone's accumulated over the last forty years, and bringing it down to a level that. We can bring the people on the very bottom up into up to. So we're all going to be in the lower class. I would say the, I would say we'll be brought up to the level of the upper, sorry, the lower middle class. So the very, so we won't be in the poverty class. We'll be in the lower middle class. Everyone will have this standard of living, and they won't really have to work. They'll have just enough to sustain, and uh, that's how it's working. All right, now hold on a second. I'm getting getting a message from Mr. Marcus Allen, who is sending me telegrams. My Discord messaging is blowing up, so I'm getting messaging from Velocet. Uh, let me check my email. <laughs> Anything coming in there? Uh, let me see. This is the problem with technology. Everything comes at you from five different directions. It looks. Okay, I just got an email now from now it looks like I just heard Marcus. Somebody just jumped into the um stream. Now I have to find the stream. Hold your horses. Let me see. Someone just popped in. It looks like Escape the New Normal has just popped in. Marcus, hello. What's up, Tim? <laughs> I'm great. Thanks. Um I I did mark down Waterman Chris for tonight. <laughs> well, oh, that's funny. No, he did uh, say he might call in Wednesday, which okay. is, I sort of forgot it was today it was Wednesday. And I didn't hear anything from him until you popped in. Then I just checked my email, 819. He said he might come on around 845. So, hey, you're welcome to be on. I know sure. you think there's an image or an issue, but I can re I can assure you there isn't. Okay, fantastic. So it looks like we all of a sudden go from just a 
a solo uh, evening to uh, there'll be too many people here again. How about that? <laughs> what a problem to have. That's a good problem to have. And you and I talked on Telegram today. I did. I usually don't do much talking in the day because I get too many phone calls because I still work and it just really interrupts. But we've tried a Telegram session. And then actually I called you back today because I wanted to tell someone um, what my dentist told me. And I thought you'd really like to hear it. Well, lay it on. As you know, well, I, I told you I had to go because I was going to go get my teeth scraped. And I laughed. You laughed because yeah. you say yeah. you do it yourself when I said you can't do it yourself. Well, but you can do yourself. Okay, uh -huh. that's cool. Yeah, well, what happened was I was supposed to go last month. I go every three months. For all those that have my schedule, I went in May and I booked for August. He, I got a call from his lovely secretary lady at the front girl at the front she said she he couldn't do it for august they don't tell you why and she bumped me into september so now we're in a september i went yesterday he didn't show up <laughs> so the door was locked so i was a little aggravated but that was okay i i i, I moved on and today i went in and uh, they were running late so i went in and um I asked the secretary, I said, what happened yesterday? I mean, you know, you, you, your door was locked and I know I wrote it down properly and you were supposed to call to verify it, blah, blah, blah. To make a long story tolerable, she basically blew me off. She wasn't going to tell me why. I okay, whatever. That's fine. I'm here now. Let's just go. So when he came in the room, eventually he said to me, did she tell you what happened? I said, no, you guys didn't tell me anything. What happened? What's going on? Okay, well, this is my first first-hand experience with someone who took the quack scene. He said he took the quack scene. I didn't ask what flavor because the conver conversation was moving fast. And I knew I only had 15 minutes and I wanted him to blast my teeth. But anyway, he took the quack scene. I said, why did you take the quack scene? Because we started to have this conversation because I told him I'm I switched to him because my dentist last year was starting to take my temperature and she was out of the way anyway and I need an excuse to get rid of her. So I just moved to somewhere closer geographically because I know dentists are fairly hungry for business. It's not hard to get another dentist and I don't have any problem. But anyway, so we, I just said to him at the, the first visit last year, I said, you know, I want a cool dentist. I don't want the masking. I don't want the BS. Are you? And he was a young guy, so I thought it'd be fine. So we got talking, we talked about conspiracy, and actually I was going to ask him on the show, and I still will. I don't have his phone number, I just have his office number. So he got both quack scenes, and I don't. I think a week later, he said he had a seizure. <laughs> the guy is healthy. He said, I'm a healthy guy. You know, he probably does a bit of weed, he, does, he drinks on the weekend. He's just a young guy, he has fun, he's... He has a wife that he doesn't live with, and it's just a crazy situation, but whatever. He lives in his parents' basement, but he's married, and it's all strange. But he, basically, he took the quack scene. He had a seizure. He got checked into the hospital. The first thing he didn't like is they tied him to the bed. I said, why? Well, when you have a seizure, or you are that way, or you're in for a seizure, they're worried that you'll have another one. Yeah. And you'll basically shake your way off the bed and crack your head open. So yep. he didn't like that. And then he said for, he got aspirated pneumonia. 
when he was in there. Now, I didn't really <laughs> figure out. I didn't ask why. He just said he that's what he got. And so maybe he was on his back, tied to the bed, and he started choking, and then it went in his lungs. I mean, we can all aspirate water. I do it all the time when I talk and drink water. But mm -hmm. usually you're strong enough to cough it out. So he had aspirated pneumonia. Then they put him in, they induced him into a coma. Where have we heard this before? This is the talk show host lady that I had on, uh, or I didn't have on. I play, I put her video on FACOTube where her husband was tested, was having trouble breathing. And he went in. And what they do is they put you, if they test you positive with a no test for COVID, they put you on what's called the protocol, which is a series of steps that they are supposed to follow, just like a, a manual. You know, doctors aren't exactly very good at diagnosing, so they take a test and it says, do this. So the COVID protocol is they induce you into a coma, which they did to him, and then they put him on a respirator or a ventilator. Mm. Can you believe that? He said he was out, he was on the ventilator for three days. And I, I'm saying, well, he's telling me, I say, you're, you're full of it. You're, you're, you know who I am, so you're just screwing with me. Mm -hmm. you, this really didn't happen. You know, like, are you here to just bug me? Is that what, like, you know, I, my conspiratorial, conspiratorial mind was going in overdrive, thinking, oh, you setting me up. You, this really didn't happen. Come on. I said, you have to be kidding me, because I don't really believe any of this. Uh, anyway, so the bottom line is he was in the hospital for three weeks in August or maybe right up until a couple of weeks. I don't know. And then when he stood up and I had a good, I had a good look at him. He said, man, you, you really, you lost 20 pounds. And this guy was a little pudgy, but now he looked like a stick. Mm. So I thought you're my first. And, and so I asked him, are you going to get the third dose? I mean, I have to ask you that. And I said, oh, but I, but I asked him, why did you do it? He mm -hmm. said, well, we're being threatened. Now he wasn't threatened yet. And I said, if you haven't been officially threatened, why would you do it? He said, well, I want to travel because he's a young guy. He likes fast cars and traveling and, um, and he wanted, and he thinks that he was told that he won't be able to bill his insurance company for any of his patients. And he said 80% of his billing is insurance. And they were threatening that angle. If you don't get quaxing, I thought, man, these guys are so wicked. They're just hitting all the pinch points to get you to comply. It's crazy. But, and I talked to a secretary and she's the one that gave me a little more info because he talks to her. And yeah, she said he was in for three weeks. Unbelievable. So I said, you're lucky. They almost killed, they could have killed you in there. Do you realize? And he said, yeah, my parents came in. He said, how'd your parents get in? Because normally they don't let anybody in. Anyway, it's just crazy. So that could went be way too. You went way too fast on the certain part. Let me get this straight. The guy has a wife, but she lives somewhere else. Yeah, he's a young guy. I don't know. I don't. It's it's strange. That was last week, last time's conversation. He's a young guy. Yeah, listen, some of these um, uh, southeast and uh, southeast Asian families they do things differently. I, I don't. I don't get it. But I, oh, he's Asian. You didn't say he's Asian. Well, most of the people where I work and where I. Um, uh, frequent or Southeast Asian. Yes. I see. Yeah. That's, we have the largest, not, we have the largest population of Indians outside of India where I live, mm -hmm. where I work. So he's a really nice guy, really cool guy. I like him a lot. I'm not sure he does a good job cleaning my teeth, but that's another story. But 
really friendly guy, really cool. And that could be my first hand, my first, I would say, um, sort of verifiable story that somebody mm. that took the vax almost died. Mm. I thought that was pretty cool. And another story I got today from an old boss who cut me out of his phone book because he he's he was working, he's taking the vax, and he's um, he's an organ transplant person from 25 years ago. So he he got the vax first because they were at the front of the line, and I told him he's the last person to take it, and he's he's fully fully flipped onto the the vax so he's calling me um, a conspiracy nut he says oh yeah i remember when you told me about 9 11 and 2012 you're nuts i forgot about that so he basically cut me out of his phone book and i got word that he now he, he was he was dying for the third pardon the pun shot and i heard the third shot was just authorized and unterrible for the immunocompromised which he he would be one of uh yesterday they just authorized that. So, but I found out now he lives with his his sister because he used to live alone. But now he's so sick, he's living with her because she has to take care of him. And uh, so he's another one that I think is um, definitely in danger of his life. On Godlike Productions, they were talking about: Are you noticing that there is a dramatic disappearance of people in general? And I've been saying this for a long time. I just think people are are they're in their home because they're sick. Literally, they've been attacked by the shots. Well, yeah, and you know, I'm not sure that um, I'm really not sure that um, people would admit it because I asked them, did the guy in the hospital ask if you were when you were last vaccinated? Really, and it really never came up. It's not part of the COVID protocol to ask if. Uh, when you got the quacks. So I really don't think they want to know, even if you are. They, it's just not part of the, the narrative. So mm -hmm. that's... Uh, yeah, I, I didn't really get a chance to in interview him in depth, and I, I'm going to ask if he'll come on. Almost every single person in real life that I've asked to come on won't come on. <laughs> so neighbor won't come on. A couple of people I met putting up signs, they won't come on. I said, you, I said, you don't have to perform. You're not a monkey. Just yeah, talk. I heard you say, but you're intimidating. I'm intimidating. People don't like people who know what they're talking about. They're very intimidated by that. You're intimidating. Yeah, I know. But I, well, I you know, that's I why they're not coming on. I, I mean, you don't intim intimidate me, but you don't intimidate me. <laughs> and Jeff Berwick don't intimidate me. Fuck them. But you know, it, you and you and I and are, are. That's why gay guys dig me because they like. They like the fact that I'm strong and I'm I have a I can think on my feet. Women can't stand me. They hate it. Most women. I don't know. It's uh well, okay. I'm I'm gonna I I'm gonna try and be softer with these people. I just let's have a conversation, but uh Yeah, that and I heard you say that. That's yeah, maybe what you do is you take a conversation that you and I have and you make a little sample out of it and say, "Listen, this is what this is the thing that we do." Yeah. We have conversations. Have yeah, you don't have to perform. Yeah, that's what you got to tell them. And and really, um, I don't really like performing either. I like just kind of talking. Yeah, me too. It just it just sounds better, and uh, it's less stress, of course, to to not be the um, dancing monkey, as it were. Getting back to hit to the story, it's interesting. Yeah. 
The people who get vaccinated, I, I categorize people in general into the three, what I call the three S's. We have the yeah. selfish, the scared, and then the savvy. I would consider you and me the savvy people listening to the show or the savvy. Yeah. Then you have the scared, the people who really don't know either way what the scoop is. They're, they're willing yeah. to listen. But then you have people like this guy and you like, you might like him and that's fine and all, but everything's about me. I want to go back to work. I want to get paid. I want to take a, I want to go race my boat. I want to go on vacation. I, yeah. I, I. So this is the great equalizer. I'm thrilled that this is happening. I'm like Jeff Berwick. I'm like, fantastic. Take, take the vax. Love it. Yeah. I don't think Jeff is going to take the vax. I, I think no, what I'm saying is you're getting rid of all the selfish people in life. Cause that's who I oh, find. Yeah, typically take that said, yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's, <laughs> And it's funny because I talked to the receptionist and she, I didn't, I don't like to ask people directly. So I just indirectly mentioned that if you took the vax, then um, so-and-so. And she said, yeah, I got both vaxes. I got the cocktail. I said, what does that mean? Well, I took the Pfizer first and the Moderna second. <laughs> they call that the cocktail. So, so I didn't, I don't ask because I said, I'm never going to ask someone. I think it's extremely rude, but sure. if you want to offer that information, I'll run with it. And then I said, um, do you know anyone that's been injured? And have you, did you have any effects? And she said, no, not really. You know, I, I don't think so. My arm hurt. Well, the first fact, she said she couldn't get out of bed the next day. That's how sick she was. The second one, just a sore arm. I said, oh, okay. I said, do you know anyone that hasn't had the vax? She said, yeah, my boyfriend. I said, because what I said was, you're going to find what's going to happen in the next month or so. The people that don't get the vax, you you need to look look around at all the people that you can hope are not are telling the truth that, that didn't get the vax. Because all those people are the smartest people in your life. <laughs> so, and you need to you need to ask them why they didn't get the vax, and you will find probably some really good answers. Because these are people that can think. She, she said, oh, my boyfriend didn't get it. And I said, did you ask him why? She, she said, yeah, he just said he didn't want it. No, I said, you need to ask him why he didn't get it. Because we're at the point now that the people that don't get it have good reason. And they're not just, they're not lazy. That's not the reason. It's, they have a very good reason. You really need to ask him why he didn't do it. Just like everyone needs to ask their doctor or nurse that's not getting it. Why didn't they get it? No one's asking these people. They're just saying, oh, they're hesitant. No, these people are smart. <laughs> mm -hmm. And they're the savvy. Mm -hmm. They're the smart ones. They're the control group. And apparently one of the theories going around is the, the controllers, they don't want a control group walking around anymore. That's dangerous. And the longer that goes by that there's that they remain the control group, the more obvious the contrast will be. And the controllers, they don't want that. I thought that wasn't a bad theory. Mm, slightly disagree on that one. All right. Yeah, but um, more important, I'm looking uh, at a comment which is triggering a lot of other comments in your comment section, which is, right. I want to feed my family. Now, I've heard you say that. I don't know if you're joking about that or being serious. Yeah. Here's the, here's the deal, folks. You, no one's going to be able to feed their family if what's happening right now continues to march on. It has nothing to do with feeding your family. Plus, you can go find there are tons of jobs where you don't need the vax. Tons. Right. 
So it's like you're, it's not like you don't have a choice. Well, there is going to be a network. There's networks already forming. They're extremely loose mm-hmm. because everyone is hedging. No one is going to start a business when the market collapses the next day. So, for instance, if it becomes necessary to form alliances and businesses for the organic, I like to call us. Mm-hmm. And they will start to solidify as it becomes super clear that these businesses will be viable. So, for instance, the and I asked my dentist, I said, listen, I'm not getting the quack. So in three months, if you are threatened by your organization that you can't, that you must verify, can I still come here? And I'll come in the back door if you want. He said, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll be fine. I said, well, good, because I need I'll need an organic dentist. Or someone mm-hmm. who treats the organic, because that's what we're coming to. Mm-hmm. And same with whatever business, uh, groceries, uh, whatever you need. If I can't get in the grocery store, I'm going to need to find someone who can give me food. Now, I mm-hmm. might have to pay someone. I might have to pay a Vax person to go into the grocery store for me. You know, like that might come to pass. I might have to give someone twenty bucks to get in there and buy me my groceries. Oh, you you won't even need to give twenty because what's coming, and you can give them a, you can give them fifty cents; they'll be happy. Yeah, maybe. No, maybe. no need for twenties. I have one more story, mm-hmm. that's a real life story. It's not really related, but it's related to travel. And part of the Great Reset is to stop travel. There's just no doubt in my mind. They no, that's Agenda Twenty One. Yeah, yeah, they want to stop travel. So right now, because I told you. Most of my um, coworkers and acquaintances are Southeast Asian from India. Um, they still have relatives in India, and most Indians here, they go back to India once a year. That's just sort of what they do. They have property, they have money, they have family. So he's telling me the story about one family that were coming back, his friend's parents, they were in their 70s. To get from India to Toronto, you got to go through Mexico. You can't, you can't fly direct. Mm-hmm. And the direct flight was the most profitable flight for Air Canada, apparently, in their whole of all their flights, because mm-hmm. it was two or three times a day. The flight normally costs 1500 bucks one way. How much do you think the fl- <laughs> how much do you think the flight one way is right now from India to Toronto by way of Mexico? Thirty three hundred. Ten thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah, they they clearly don't want people traveling. But these people are so desperate. Like some of them, they're they're most of them are very they do well, so they can afford it, but barely. So this family, they book they 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 booked the hotel at the airport in Mexico City. That was twelve hundred US for the night. They and you have to book it because you need enough time to get off the plane, do a PCR test, blah blah blah. So you need to book. You can't just transfer. So that's, I guess, why they did it. They get to the airport. They get to the hotel. They sh- they prepaid. You have to prepay. And the ho- the guy says we don't have any rooms. <laughs> so oh. what are you talking about? I booked the room. Oh, I'm sorry. And then they start playing. We don't speak English game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So these people are in their seventies. So they spent the night on the floor of the airport in Mexico City. And I've been there. I've had problems there. It's not a nice place. No. 
That's what I heard. Oh my god. And then and then the Mexican authorities, they, these these people in India, they were coming back, were bringing back gold. Indians love gold. Yeah. So they bring back gold. The Indians said, "You can't bring gold through Mexico. You have to So they said, "We're not bringing it to Mexico. It's in transit, you idiot." Yeah. They said, "Doesn't matter. It's in Mexico now." So they taxed them. Sure. They're lucky they didn't take the gold. Two or three hundred U.S. tax. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Unbelievable. Doug Doug Casey, who's big in, he's the international man. He's big into that. Let me put that in the notes. Doug Casey. Yeah. And he talks about doing quarter ounce silver coins when you're traveling. That way, it it slips under the radar. Yeah. I don't know how much gold they had, but can I mean just what what uh wow. And then one more thing, while they're in where they're sitting on the floor of Mexico with most of the entire flight, by the way, is on the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are there are Mexicans coming into the airport offering city tours for 200 US for the day. <laughs> so you got to think the Mexicans, they're they're probably hurting. Like anyone in the travel business is getting killed right now. So all those populations that may not have government uh, support like us North Americans and Europeans do right now, they're probably starving. <laughs> I'd hate to be stuck in a third world country where things are, where things are flushing down the toilet right now. Honestly. Yeah. But again, I mean, look at Australia, New Zealand, Canada, are those are not third world countries and you're pretty much a shithole right now. I know, but we're not starving yet. <laughs> so yet. yeah, yeah, I, we're, we're, it's not good, but it's worse probably in the third world. I'm sure it's worse. Anyway, those are my realistic stories for the night. Thank you for that. I, that was a lot. That was a lot. I had to get that uh, onto the record. Now the record can hear it. And yeah, that's great. I'm going to see if he, I doubt he'll come on, but I want to see if he'll come on because it really confirms that woman that I had. Um, I actually posted tonight the latest horror story. Yes, I'll let to play it. Sure. This her late the lady's name is I'm a respiratory Kate therapist. Uh, I've been on the front lines of the COVID nineteen battle since day one until now. Um, I am vaccine, fully vaccine. Final vaccine was May the sixth, twenty twenty one. About two weeks after that. That's when the trouble started. I now take, which I never took ever before till the vaccine, gambapitin. It's close pronunciation. I take that for neuropathy pain throughout my body in various places. Um, ibuprofen, 800 milligrams for pain that I just can't stand. Because of the vaccine, I have a compromised immune system. Uh, which that compromise caused a weakened heart. Just got out of the hospital three days ago. I was in there for eight days. Had to have my heart uh, cardioverted, which for those of you who don't mean, means they put the paddles on my heart and shocked it back into rhythm. I now take Eliquis for blood clots, $1,000. I now take a Toprol which makes your heart contract stronger and keeps the beat regular. Uh, For the immune system, I take doxycycline. 
And I take cephalexin also. Both of those are antibiotics to try to keep me from catching anything that might come my way and then compromise my heart because that's what happens. Never had that problem until after the vaccine. Never had a heart problem in my life. Never took a heart pill. So for all you people that scream at everybody that they're unvaccinated, I take these medications for you. This one, this one, this one. Good sound effects. This one <laughs> and that one. And that's so I can play nice in the sandbox with you people. <laughs> stay in your lane. If you haven't gotten the vaccine, stand your ground. If you got the vaccine, then just stay in your lane and shut the hell up. Don't get the stab. Don't do it. Yeah. Wow. I often kick myself thinking, man, I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> but how much do you think that guy's worth now to the medical industry? Well, yeah, he was rhyming off some of the numbers. Thousands. Thousands, thousands, thousands. Sick. And you know what's really going to kill him out of all the things he takes? I, I couldn't see what he was taking. I just heard it. Oh, I couldn't see either. Is the um, antibiotics from, there's a growing body of evidence, which is uh, correlated. It's not caus causative. Yeah. That shows that just one dose of antibiotics will absolutely kill you for life. One. Well, the word antibiotic means kill. against life. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. And uh, you probably know this. Did you did you know that glyphosate, which is the number one, it's an antibiotic. It's an antibiotic. Yeah. Well, it kills life in plants. That's what it does. Right. But it's registered as an antibiotic. Yeah. Well, that's what most pesticides are. They kill life. Now they kill plants a lot better because they're smaller. But if you eat those plants on mass, then they they have to bioaccumulate over time in your own body. Oh, the human body is so amazing that we're we can survive the the yeah. poisons they throw down our throats. It's amazing, and we do. But some people don't over time. Right. right. Seventy years of bioaccumulation of these toxins. Hello, hello, chronic diseases, diabetes, just you know all the things that are blamed on our unhealthy lifestyle, that kind of thing. How about the unhealthy foods and the pesticides that bring it to market? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I have um, one of the reasons I called in tonight. Usually yeah. I don't call in on Wednesday. No. Is um, this. I want to send this to you in the chat, private chat. Take okay. a look at this. You can put it in FACOTube chat if you want. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. Um, how do I do that? I can't because I, I have to. I have to log in on Chrome, and I'm not. I don't oh, know that's do fine. That. Well, you can do this. This is fine. I'll. I'll do it. I'll do this. Copy. Okay. So we've got some info from Marcus tonight. What is this? PewResearch.org. What is happening? Public trust in government. Yeah, it's probably at zero right now. Nine percent. <laughs> yeah, I guess Trump had a bump, a little bump. So that speaking of Trump, I have another link to send to you, which yeah. is very interesting. So take a look at this at the same time. Well, nine eleven gave uh, George Shrub a quite the bump. Yeah, with his dad um, during 
was that Gulf, March 6, 1991? Was that that was probably Gulf War as well? Gulf mm -hmm. War One, maybe. Mm -hmm. And man, you got to go back to Johnson. Wow. Yeah, this is a fascinating chart. Reagan was Reagan was a nice upward uh, slope for a while. But take a look at the beginning. Look at Eisenhower. Look at yeah. Kennedy, of course. Johnson. It was you know three out of four people trusted oh. the government. That was pretty good. And my wife, it, she's constantly telling me to mention that the government lies. The government lies. The government lies. Yeah. She's like, that's the reason why you're having so many problems convincing people of what's going on is because they wouldn't believe that the government would lie to us. But yeah, Obama didn't do too well. No, no, he went all. He went. He just went down. He very gradually, but overall, he went down. Well, it it looks like Nixon was the gateway to the plummet. Yeah, Nixon. It, it things things fell right off a cliff. Well, actually, Johnson Johnson didn't last at all. Johnson peaked on October 15th, 1964, which would have been almost a year after he took over. And then he just started to tank. <laughs> he, And then Nixon. No. Uh, Nixon, no the, tank, the tanking was definitely Nixon because Nixon goes from 62% in the beginning yeah. to 36%. Yeah, well, that was Watergate, and then yep. Ford went sideways mostly. Yep, Carter—it's all downhill for Carter. Mm -hmm. And then things rose with Reagan a bit, a little bit, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, Clinton tanked out of the gate, but Clinton actually got more popular over time. Interesting. Mm -hmm. That's unusual. Actually, I should—I should just read the analysis underneath. It's Keep all going. there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. What so then is, I sent you a sec. I sent you a second link. Oh, that makes me want to play this. We just is yours about um, what's your second link about? How Trump had three hundred people at his rally. Okay, let me just play. Let me play the Biden thing. Yeah, this I'm is good. About today is what these people. These people, who, and I've got a piece of small piece of one of the beams they have they gave me last time or not last he's time he's in shanksville and how many times yeah ago. What, what are the people who died what would they be thinking they think this makes sense for us to do this kind of thing with you ride down the street and someone has a sign saying f so and so <laughs> have you ever heard of someone chanting the president's name f the president that's <laughs> exactly why i want you to read the trump thing that i just okay. sent you Okay, I'll grab it while I'll keep Biden. playing. Biden. <laughs> I like how they beep it. Let's <laughs> go, Biden. Fantastic job by a really great young man. Oh, he's got a Trump big future. Got the same and, uh, we're just honored. We're just honored. Thank you. That's what everybody's saying. I don't think you hear that back then. Everybody's screaming right now. 
the people are going nuts. Okay, I'm not sure they said Trump got the same treatment. Okay, so here we go. Biggest pro-Trump rally expected 10,000, only 300 people. So he burned, he burned his supporters in the last rally, did he not? Yes. So then here's my question for, I'd like to get your thoughts on. Yeah. If, if this is story is true and it appears to be true. Yeah. Wouldn't the mainstream media be all over the fact that just 300 people showed up for Trump? They should. They weren't. So then the question is why? And I think we know why I just said, well, did you see, do you remember his last rally? I don't watch his show. Everyone, he took the vax, and you should too. Yeah, but he's been saying that for a year and a half. Well, no, he said it explicitly. Let me just find it. Trump says, take the vax. Let's see. Oh, stop it, YouTube. God almighty. Take the vax. Let's see. What did he get? He got booed a little bit, if I remember right. Yes. He got trashed. Tens of thousands of people in Alabama gathering for Donald Trump's rally as the state struggles with a surge of new coronavirus cases. Trump faces boos, in fact, by his Mm. own supporters when trying to tell the crowd to get vaccinated. In your freedoms, I do. You got to do what you have to do. But I recommend take the vaccines. I did it. It's good. Take the vaccines. But you got no, that's okay. That's all right. You got your freedoms, but I happen to take the vaccine. If it doesn't work, you'll be the first to know. But uh, you do have your freedoms. You have to keep, you have to maintain that. You have to maintain that. And you got to get your kids back to school. Joining me now is Olivia Troy. I think he blew it. I think that was a turning point. They, that's when he he showed his true colors. He's abandoned his core. Well, and I think most of us, read between the lines and knew he was a fake. So that, that was, that, to me, that was a turning point. That was on 822 for all those numerologists. Do you have a link for that for me? Yeah, I'm going to get it for you. Yeah, that, that was, uh, that was pathetic. So I think what you just said confirms that in spades. See, to me, the fact that the mainstream media didn't, uh, thanks for the link, the, the mainstream media didn't cover it at all. Is that this what the the narrative is going off the rails? Well, yes. Yeah, so they need a dialectic, and if Trump and Biden are on the same page, dialectic is gone. So now there's you know, the whole idea of a dialectic is you have the the thesis, the antithesis, and the synthesis. So that's why right now I'm hoping that we are in the antithesis where they are pushing hard for the vaccine passports no exemptions just they're pushing 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 now normally that means that that's their that's their extreme offer so we're going to settle for a while anyway somewhere in the middle with testing or whatever i still think that we're not going to be held down and poked in the arm i'm I'm really hoping actually (laughs) that that doesn't happen i mean with quarantine camps and all that kind of stuff yeah. No, no, no. Your home is your prison. Yeah, but I don't want anyone coming running at the front door with a needle. So I open the door. Next thing I know, no. I got things stuck in my belly. Yeah, I, I seriously doubt that that's going to happen. But anyway, if Trump and Biden are on the same side, there's no dialectic anymore. It's gone. And that's where he ruined well, it. 
Except when you showed, and we should show that again, all of the uh, people, all the elected officials in different parties in your neck of the woods, all pushing the vaccine. Yeah, except one. Right. Who but, didn't? Who wasn't invited? Right. You got that right. Yeah, they were singing from the same songbook. It was sickening. Like, uh, for yeah. Any, yeah. I mean, come on. It's better to hide it and lie about it, but don't come out and sing it. Jesus, that was. That was gross. That's kind of like Chris Skye saying you should get the vax. Yeah, when he says that, it's over. <laughs> right, right. Oh, geez. I didn't realize how tiny he was. Holy moly! Yeah, he's about five seven. He's which is short for a man. He yeah, he is not five seven. Well, he might be shorter. Yeah, yeah, five, six. yeah. He's short. Yeah, I think his his wife's fake boobs are taller than he is. <laughs> <laughs> that could be true. I so have you heard about Paris Harrelson? Never heard of him. So heard type this into Google right now. P-A-R-Y-S. He's a, a, a reti recently retired NFL football player. P-A-R-Y-S space H-A-R-A-L-S-O-N. Okay. I, I hate football and all that. I just I hate what it stands for. Yeah, somebody died. Okay. Hey, you got it. The quacks. Oh, wow. And who else died? Uh, Norm MacDonald died. No cause of death was disclosed. Oh, uh, by the way, I believe Norm MacDonald, who is not funny, by the way, He, I really do believe he died. Oh, okay. I didn't so do, here's, here's, my, here's my acid test to, to kind of give me a hint if someone really died. All what right. I do is I type in Norm MacDonald. So I would do that. Type in Norm MacDonald okay. Twitter. Find his Twitter account. Look to see when his last tweet was. It was July 14th, I believe. Okay. He he was a prolific tweeter. He would oh, okay. tweet like Twitter. dozens of times a day. Oh, wow. You don't think he had somebody uh, no. doing it for him? No, he was he was always crying the blues about money. I don't think he had assistance or anything like that. Mm. He had many failed ventures. Yeah, he stopped tweeting on July 14th. 1.1 million followers, and we don't even have an RIP from him. I guess now's a good time to follow him. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when he's not funny, right? <laughs> yeah, he was one of those people, like Miles, Mar My Miles Mathis said they deliberately put bad art in front of us and tell, tell us it's gaslighted, that it's good, right. and it screws up our way of thinking. And we're told that Norm MacDonald is funny. And even though he's a Canadian and it's supposed to be a native Canadian, I just didn't get him. Yeah, I someone just said Norm is funny as fuck. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe there's a different Norm McDonald we don't know about. Yeah, I he has dry humor. He's everyone says. So but so do so do you and so do I. We both have dry humor, and it's a little bit more funny than that. Oh my goodness, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Every time someone says this is great, I watch, I said, What what's great? He's I, I don't get it. You know, Howard Stern promoted him. The, he's supposed to be the comics comic. It's kind of like Eddie Murphy. So I, I don't know if you think, what do you think of Eddie Murphy? But I never. I used, to, I used to like Eddie Murphy, but now that I look back to his stuff, I'm like, why did I laugh hysterically at that? It was totally gaslit or something. Because... The only thing funny that was mildly funny about Eddie Murphy was his stupid laugh. And yeah. it was funny the first time. After that, it wasn't funny anymore. Do you find Chris Rock to be funny? No, not really. No, mm -hmm. he's 
He did have a funny one about assassinations. Did you hear that? Uh, no. If you want to play it, or do you want me to just tell you the joke? Hold on, I have to check something here. I'm getting a an incoming message here. Um, con where I live, contact tracing for gatherings in people's homes for Thanksgiving, which is in October. No. Did you hear what's happening in Los Angeles or in in uh, California today? Oh, it's for friends. Anybody? When does that start? I've got Mrs. Fakeologist. I, I can hear her. She should, she should jump on the phone. Can she jump on? <laughs> Marcus wants you to jump on. You can't jump on. Oh, we got. Uh, Say, my wife jumped on. Why can't she, why can't I her? Know. Well, yeah, Marcus's wife jumped on. Why can't you? You got your headset. Just jump on. I'll send you the link. Yes, you can. It does work. Go sit at your desk. I'll send you excuses. Excuses. <laughs> She's the best. Waterman Chris, hello. Waterman. Hey, Chris. what's up, Tim? What's up, Marcus? What's up, dude? We're just talking about the end of the world. Have you heard about it? <laughs> I'm just playing Mr. Mom. Nah, the world's not ending here. We're cool. Yeah, I give it some time. I know you guys. You guys in Florida, you think you're the bee's knees? No, I don't care where I am. Like, oh, you got, just, you got the Satan though. Yeah, I don't. I just don't. I don't deal. Like, I don't. I don't engage with the system. Like, I don't. You know, like I unless know. I have to. By the way, I, I met your Canadian know. counterpart. He was supposed to be on the show, Adam Skelly. He's the guy that ran the meat shop or the the Bar barbecue. Rest, the barbecue, rather. He's doing the same thing as Waterman Chris. He bought a hundred acres up in Alberta. Nice. Oh, 100 acres. Nice. Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, it's it's barren up there. But he said uh, his beef and chicken or whatever other animals, he said they'll all be producing next year. <laughs> so he's, uh, I think he's doing the same thing as you are. He's sort of in the freest Canadian province, although I don't think there's such a thing. Yeah. But, chickens produce pretty quick. Like eggs are within like three months if you get a little pullet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. not not beef though. Beef is at least two years. Yeah, yeah, like fifteen months. It just depends. Um, but yeah, you it just depends on where you buy them. If you buy them at already weaned, where they're like seven hundred pounds, you can feed them out in like five or six months. But just depends. Yeah. Well, anyhow, it's um. But he was supposed to be on the show, but. Uh... Another person that's hard to get through on, but it's fine. He'll come on eventually. I've only asked him five times, so he'll come by uh, eventually. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm just, mm -hmm. I'm just kind of doing chores, so I'll pop All in right. and out. But that's fine. To be on most of the time. You can just chime in whenever you want. Yeah, cool, cool. So Go Chris ahead. Rock basically said that people over exaggerate the word assassination, mm -hmm. like Tupac got assassinated and he listed all these things then he goes no 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 martin luther king got assassinated jfk got assassinated tupac didn't get assassinated he got shot that's his joke yeah is that supposed to be funny or he's i know i see I, knew, I, I thought that was funny but because it's true yeah. they do exaggerate the assassination nonsense yeah because it's not true that's right not assassinated. that's right yeah i don't know 
But another one, and I've mentioned this before, is Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, is that guy not funny? But he's incredibly interesting. Jay Leno is not funny. Very interesting, dude. I would absolutely have a cocktail with that guy for a day. Same with Jerry Seinfeld, but I would never get a laugh out of either one of them. Never watched the show. Not my cup of tea at all. But getting back just to Kate, this woman, Kate, um, who did this talk show. She does a three-hour talk show. She's obviously Kate Daly. Yeah. Did you ever listen to the thing I put on FacoTube where she talks about her husband going into the hospital with the breathing issues and they immediately uh, tested him positive for COVID and then they put they wanted to put him on the protocol? I think I might have. There's so many stories that I watch of on your site that they don't merge together. She wouldn't allow it. Mm-hmm. She would not allow it, and uh, the, but the protocol is coma, ventilator, and most likely death. It's and, and she and it, she she wouldn't allow it. Quick, quick chime in. An induced coma is just a on purpose drug overdose. That's, that's basically right. what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I would yeah, never but, have anybody do that to me. It, but it, but I guess it shuts down your autonomous nervous system, including breathing. You know, it's it's one of those. One of those things is kind of helpful at uh, breathing. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, so anyway, I don't yeah, know. And then, and, then, and then if you're an organ donor, like, forget it, you're gone. Because they're going to be like, oh, we can harvest this guy's organs. He's basically dead already. Yeah. It, the thing it, is, well, it, you know, the thing yeah. is, for most organs, you have to be alive or they, yeah. you're not dead. You have to be alive first, then they harvest, then you're dead. Exactly. That's why the induced coma is like right, I mean, right, right for abuse. Yeah, you're still alive. Your organs can be harvested and they could just tell your loved ones like and, you know, these doctors have it in their head that they're like saints. Oh, I'm saving five people by taking this guy's organs. And, you know, they convince themselves that they're doing the right thing. It's it's totally crazy. That's why. I don't go to the doctor. <laughs> that, well, the good news, I, now I have this in my notes. I, I, I have Trump, doctors can't be trusted, government can't be trusted. And I'm seeing that. I'm seeing a, a lot of people saying that they don't trust doctors anymore. This, like, this, whole, this whole societal thing is falling apart. And that's very strange to me that they would let that happen. I'd say it's by design. But what, then, then what's next? That's the question. Exactly. What's Sarah, next? Sarah, Sarah on that 10 hour audio chat, she was talking about that they're going to have a fake Nuremberg 2.0. Yeah, I wasn't gonna, sure she's really getting on about that. Well, she says they're just going to, that's the way they're going to bring in the, the next, you know, kind of dictator is like, oh, these people handled it wrong. So, you know, we got to get them and they'll, you well, know, yeah. because if you look before. at the, uh, yeah, if you look at the objective evidence, I mean, it's absurd. So, like, all they would, all, all the news would have to do is start saying that they did it wrong, and everybody would be up in arms and be like, "Oh, they did it wrong. We got to get them." Like, people are dumb. That makes so much sense. That that's a brilliant thought. But to bring in the technocrats because they bring, they've got they've got Sleepy Joe in there because he is the most extreme version of an incompetent fool. <laughs> it's all by design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you said that. I, I, I agree. Like, you couldn't have gotten a worse person. Like, <laughs> like Trump I was mean, a great divider. 
Trump made all the division lines, he magnified them, magnified them by a thousand. So even if you didn't like politics, he drew you in and made you pick a side. And then they deliberately make it look like Trump was going to win by a landslide, and then he loses when everyone goes to bed. <laughs> so that the same was, thing uh, happened last night. Did you hear about that with the yeah. news from well, what was the timeline? I heard Newsom got back in by a landslide, but what was the timeline on the votes? Apparently, there was like some graphic on, again, I don't follow this bullshit. There was some some graphic on CNN where he was he was going to get recalled. Like for the yeah. entire time, then boom, flip of a switch, just like yeah. with the Trump thing. So this is just to make people- Not trust the government. Not trust the counting, at least, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Lennon said it doesn't matter. He doesn't care how you vote. It's it's not it's not how you vote. It's who counts the votes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but this is Kate. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. I want to talk to you today really seriously about what's going on in, in our hospitals and maybe enlighten you on how you can help and save somebody that you love. I just went through myself a, a pretty harrowing experience with my husband who had pneumonia straight up old pneumonia. Can you imagine? And they turned it into COVID pneumonia. And so I want to tell you a little bit about our experience and maybe it'll give you some insight on how to help somebody you love, or if you know somebody in the same situation, because I have a feeling we're going to have some people in the same situation. Anyway, that's 22 minutes is well worth listening to. And my dentist in a way verified that to me in some way. Is that the one that's like the the mainstream media news person you were talking about, or is that a different one? Yeah, no, that's her. She's on ESPN Radio. She's 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 in the media. I realize this, but well, that's story. what's so weird to me is like mm -hmm. that, and like the media will come out and say things, and like this Carrie Chant lady wasn't it her that said what contact tracing is going to look like in the new world order, like. It seems to me like they're doing it on purpose, but maybe, you know, maybe they're just idiots. No, I've been saying that for a year and a half now. I'm like, I don't trust yeah. this. They've been saying that the vaccine's dangerous in small little ways on the media that would never have gotten through during 9-11 times, or they'll never talk about chemtrailing on TV. Never. Yeah, it was. So I'm with you on that. Yeah, 9-11, you know, they would never say, like, I mean, I guess there were some things that came out and, like, you know, let the cat out of the bag that the U.S. was, you know, supposedly funding these people. But it was always like, oh, it was just an accident. And it was always, like, explained away where this stuff, they don't even address it. They just pretend like it didn't happen. It's crazy. They would never say no planes ever on TV, ever in the history of ever. Actually, that's not actually that's not true. Tim, you might know this. Who is the guy, um, mm -hmm. not Griffin, maybe it was Griffin, who was saying no planes early on and they, they let it on TV? I couldn't believe it. No, I don't know. I, oh. Well, early on, I wasn't around early on. Yeah, I listened to your 9-11 thing. It was like Wally or something like that was his name. And he was like- um, Oh, the coroner. Yeah, he was like, there was no plane in Shanksville. Oh, that's someone, that's someone different. Oh, Here's okay. Thing I heard on but the that was pretty wild. I had never heard that. That yeah. guy going, yeah, there was no plane. Yeah, I was going to ask Marcus because no listening to the Paranormies 9-11 show, and they had a lot of clues for him in there. Have you ever heard of these guys, the Paranormies, by the way? No. Paranormies, I mean, me neither. Actually, sound younger than us. They, they hit a lot of points. 
And one of the things uh, they said that I think I've heard before, I wondered if you've heard about it, that uh, on 9-11-2001, the New York City Transit was on strike. Did you, did you, do you remember that? I don't remember that, no. That's why there wouldn't have been any trains going through the World Trade Center that day. Oh, yeah. That means so many coincidences. It's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it was the Port Authority on strike or whatever. The, let me just look it up. New York, New York City Transit on strike. Transit on strike. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. But I don't see it right now. The second... I actually just discovered, stumbled upon, someone created a web page that shows all of the video feeds from CNN, ABC, all the rest of it on one screen, and you can click and scroll through the timeline and see all of them at the same time what they were saying. I'll try to find that and post it. And it was, it was like a, it was like watching it on repeat, right? It was like all the same script. I'm not sure. I just saw it and it was, you know, it was conspiracy candy. So I really don't care about that, but I'm not showing any New York, the New York city strike city transit strike was 2005 and 1980. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't really have a good. Yeah. I don't think so. I went down there. I had a training when I used to work for UBS and um, I went in like November, end of November um actually i was up there for thanksgiving for the macy's thanksgiving day parade i went up like a week late early and then we had three weeks and we tried to go close and there was cops like five blocks away and they were like what do you want to look at a graveyard like they were yelling at me i'm like well i'm just curious you know that reminds me did you ever hear me talk about the amish shooting that happened near me no so you know about the Amish shooting. shooting? That's nothing new. Or do you not? Did you not know about the Amish school shooting? That's for either one of Tim? you. Yeah, yeah no, I had never heard of it. We, we talked about it. We talked about it many times. Yeah, on, our, on this show. So for a solid month, there was a five-mile perimeter around the shooting scene that no English. They, they, the, the the Amish call us. It's a derogatory term. They call us the English. And no English were allowed to travel the roads for five mile radius for a month. That's wild. Like to me, that's obviously some kind of cleanup operation of a psyop of a fake event. No doubt. I would have walked it, but I don't do five miles. I do like four, but five that's getting out of hand. Yeah. I think he was wrong. There was no, there doesn't seem like there were any strikes in 2001. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think so because like, like I said, I was going and when we got there, it was like, it was in Weehawken actually. So it was across the, the Hudson, but they, the guys there, like that was the whole thing is like everybody came together, you know, and nine 11 saved people. And there was boats, you know, private boats were shuttling people across and all this, you know, Glenn Beck and his whole nine twelve movement nonsense. I bought into that stuff back in um, 2008, the Ron Paul. Man, you just brought up Glenn. You brought up Glenn Beck. I so want to hope that that guy is like one of us. And every time I get sucked into that, he's not. Every (laughs) time. Yeah, I know. It's like, because we talked about Agenda 21 and yeah. 
Yeah. And then he just like takes you to freaking, you know, like, oh, we don't need Agenda 21. We need to get some new government in there to stop it. Like, right. Right. What about what about my hashtag? You will never be fully vaccinated. Too long. I was going to ask well, from a marketing point of view. Way too long. You need three simple words. Okay. Can we boil that down to three words? What was it again? You will never be vaccinated. Never be fully vaccinated. Because I noticed that phrase. We were talking about that. My wife and I. And um, I wasn't getting what she was saying and she wasn't getting what I was saying. Then Adam Curry said something around there. And then I thought, yeah, if people realize they'll never be fully vaccinated ever, <laughs> that, that, that might wake them up. Well, Did you hear that it, you're unvaccinated if you die 14 days after you take the vax? If you die, you're, you're only fully vaccinated until day 15 after the second dose. Right. So yeah. if you die then, 13 days after the second dose, you were unvaccinated. Yes, by statistic. Yes, by yeah, by definition, and and by statistic. So that's why, yeah, that's why if you die, that's why so many unvaccinated are dying. <laughs> so that's well, and they're thing. also count. They're also counting back to January too. They're using those cookbooks from you know early on in the year when there was no vaccine. Or whatever this is, you know, the EBI. I, I kind of like that term. Yeah. Experimental biological injection. Yeah. My my wife's boss took the, <laughs> he was coming to Florida. That's where she is. Like he was supposed to go meet her and they were doing like some, looking at some properties and stuff, some lakes up in Orlando. And he texts her on like, Tuesday morning and like, oh, my second shot of AstraZeneca or Moderna, whatever the hell it was, is kicking my ass. I got 104 fever. I'm like, nice. And and she was like, like when they when he said he was getting it, everybody at her company was like, what? They like looked at each other like, the hell's wrong with you? Because nobody there, like their their company is like, they're they're like all farmers, you know, like old farming people. They're like, we're not taking that shit. Aren't. But they have over a hundred employees, but they're just ignoring that. Like whatever Biden said, they're just like, no, <laughs> come do something about it. Just say no. Okay. Well, just, I like I like that uh, you will never be fully vaccinated. I th I thought that was pretty apropos. But go ahead. I mean, Mark. if you could, like Marcus said, if you could shorten it a little, that'd be that plus, is a good. Plus I mean, it's people, a good point. People really don't understand what you mean by that. That's true. But then they should ask. Yeah, but no, who, are they, who are they going to ask? That's true. Did you hear what uh, Critical Sinker was talking about with the, um, the White Rose thing that they're doing? No. Are you talking about the it's stick? Kinda, yeah, they're just like putting... I mean, it's kind of cool. I, I don't think it's really gonna go very far but it's it's still kind of cool like they just put up a sticker and like which I is a simple i did that all last year on my walks and i always walk similar i always i always checked on my stickers they were down within 24 hours oh uh that's i have a clever as shit marketing move that even my oldest son kind of snickered about 
Yeah. What you do is on your, it, you only, you can only do this with an iPhone. Sorry, Tim. All right. What you do is you change the name on your iPhone to Apple computer. Yeah. And then what you do is they have something called airdrop. And what you do is you go into a crowded anywhere, Apple store, a street, New York city, whatever. Right. And, and people have airdrop on by default. Right. So I can literally zing or airdrop fakeologist.com right. to someone's right. phone. Yeah, I've heard about this this technology. Is that by Bluetooth that they get it? It is. Right. So, they have to so the reason it. you change your name of the phone to Apple Computer is because if it says your name on it, they're not going to trust that and they'll decline it. Right. But if it's from some authority type of name, something yeah. that they trust, which is I Apple, think. boom. I like that. Yeah, that, that's pretty yeah, That's good. way Jail. more effective than stickers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. JLB, oh, yeah, he, cha he changed his Wi-Fi, uh, his hotspot name to Dinosaurs Never Existed, which I think is kind of funny. <laughs> so like, oh. anytime someone goes, goes to a, <laughs> a cafe where he is and they go to sign on, they're going <laughs> to see that. I like that. That's funny. Yeah. Do you believe this clot shot blood work analysis video I put up? 100%. At a clinic did you um, watch that? at the moment. I did. And we're going to look at the it's blood It's way cell. too long. The video is way too long. What about the one with the glass or with the suction where they're sucking it out of the person's arm and it turns into the... the the blood looks like a bunch of ketchup. You think that was mm. real? Didn't see that. Where's that? Oh, that's on uh, FacoTube, of course. Let's just check it out. Let's go to FacoTube and look up the latest videos. That one, I was I'm a little curious to see that. I was a little suspicious. It's called. I put it called "Watch the Cuts" because there is a cut, as in video cut, in here. Yeah. What happened was, it's in Russian. I think it's Russian. So they found this person took the the needle. Then they put a suction thing on the area to suck the blood to the surface. And then they score the surface so it starts to bleed out. And then they suck the blood out of the surface. And then at the end, this load of blood comes out. And it's extremely gelatinous or coagulated and it really should be quite runny so, why would they why would they go why not just do a blood draw why are they going through all that rigor that, that is a blood draw that's the surface blood draw that's that's what they do yeah and i think the the vax is supposed to be intramuscular yeah so it is. It's, it's not so that would probably be the best way yeah, I guess to get blood with whatever was in there. But I definitely had, you know, I've told this story before, but I definitely had like a shedding, something weird happened after being around someone who had been vaxxed, like for sure. Well, that that goes with the CIR theory that that's the only theory that makes sense to me. This girl that I, I put it on FacoTube as well. She said that she is extremely allergic to mold and toxi toxins. And yeah, I saw that one. That, yeah. that was interesting. Seem fairly 
plausible to me. I, I have no proof, but it seems plausible. I'll put it that way. Here she is here. It's funny. There, this is the second girl or person, young person on TikTok. Most of her stuff is is Christianity, Christian stuff. And then the one video that goes viral or ballistic is about the quack scene. It's interesting. They is that a coincidence? Because they talk Jesus, except hey, for the one video that's about that that goes that goes crazy. And you don't know me, but this is a video about my medical experiences with the uh, pointy thing that people are getting nowadays. I haven't taken it, but I'm going to tell you something about it that I know medically. This isn't misinformation. This is my own personal experience, and my doctors agree with this experience. So I have a disorder called CIRS, C-I-R-S, if you choose to Google it, chronic inflammatory response syndrome, inflammation in hey, response TikTok. to my toxins. Name is Anne, and you don't know me. My body, my immune system, makes inflammation and overreacts in response to toxins. I'm a walking toxicity meter. I walk into buildings, I walk by anything poisonous, and I can tell you that it's poisonous because within seconds I get sick. I produce, my body produces inflammation. Just like someone with a peanut allergy can get sick from 10 feet away, if there's something poisonous, I can sense it from 10 feet away. Mold is primarily what I react to because little did you know, or most people don't know, mold is highly poisonous. It's not just allergens. It's not just spores. It releases poisonous gases to defend itself. So poisonous, there are 10, eight of the 10 deadliest biochemical weapons in the world are mold toxins. That was a pretty good uh, piece of information she just dropped there. Did you guys know that? Which I one? I have no idea. Mold has some of the top toxins in the world. We talked about that last time. Well, we talked about mold, but but she's saying that the the gases or or the proteins that it gives off isn't that where they get anthrax from? Mold. Mm, yeah, I think. Sure. I'm not sure. I don't know, but I will say that like uh, I'm with Marcus that I don't like mold. To me, is just like I think my mom said it was. She thought it was a state flower in Florida because it's just everywhere. <laughs> So I, the dampness, yeah. Yeah, I mean it depends probably on what kind, but I've had, you know, black mold, like we have it in our our carport ceiling, which just opened up um because of a leak and it's all up there, but I walk under it every day and I don't Well, yeah, know. not everyone is sensitive to it though. She's obviously super sensitive, probably because quaxination when she's young. Yeah, that one has three hundred and thirty five thousand views on Tiki Talkie. But, yeah, uh, I'm not saying it's definitely not, but I just, you know, well, I don't I know. I haven't the seen peanut it. thing. Did you like when someone said, "Oh yeah, peanut butter sandwich to school"? I thought they were just overreacting when I heard no. that. No, no, my wife, can, my wife confirms that she has all through the years. She's someone could be ten feet away from peanut and and break cool. out. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know a dude who died, and he was like a major like druggy and we always thought he'd overdose and then he dies from like he got like some french fries that had been cut cooked in peanut oil and like oh it killed God. him wow 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 well did that happen back when we were young marcus in the 70s i don't but, remember that no but again that's we we've now learned that they've injected peanut enzyme or protein, protein. into yeah. the vaccines so yeah 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 uh, hello 
short people are anaphylactic to that protein. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. And do you remember how many vaxes you got when you were young? No, I didn't count them, but three. All right. Today it's 72 or some say 78 depends who you listen to. It's 70 yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. But is the official, expl- is there an official explanation why there are people have severe peanut allergies today? Has anyone in the mainstream ever explained um, that? Um, no, I'm going to tell you what they're going to say. Just like they say with autism. Right. It's a mystery. We yeah. we can't figure out what's going on. <laughs> just like MS. Well, it's just, just like, like everything. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. it's also like diabetes. Right at the beginning, we don't know the cause. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which like, you know how? damn well somebody freaking knows. Like people know. We're just. Not, I think we all know. Us. There's only a couple things. Yeah, but I'm saying like they probably have it pinpointed. Like. I'm sure it's toxemia, but they probably know exactly what toxin, exactly what time. Like somebody, I'm sure, yeah. knows that, but they just. Oh, of course. Harmon knows for sure. And now they are, they're not hiding a thing. Now it's all out in the open. This is why I think this vaccine is their Hail Mary. I think enough I people. Agree, I agree with that. Yeah. They just said, listen, the gig is up. Our sales are going down. People are catching on. We either now now we have to just force all the non-believers into taking it, and <laughs> this is it. If this doesn't work, the business is is done. I don't think it's for the non-believers though. I think it's to whip up the mob of the the vaccinated against the non-believers. Yeah. That's what I think this is all about. Yeah, yeah I I saw this happening like last year, and I was that was one of the things that I said. Uh, early on was that it seems to me like the population is being divided and they're not, it's not necessarily that a large portion of the population is going to be awake by what we would consider awake or anything like that, but they will follow the people that are more further along the trail. They'll, they're going to be kind of the, the normies of the, the quote other side, you know, the, the ones that think like, you know, Trump is, was sent by God or whatever, which whenever I hear that, I'm like, what? (laughs) But yeah, I, I have a feeling that they are. And I think those people will look to probably people like us at some point, but I don't think that they're, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I see it seems to me when I try to have a conversation, like my customer tonight is like, she doesn't believe in the vaccine. She didn't vaccinate her daughter, but she totally believes in viruses. Like she totally believes in that COVID's real and all this stuff. It's it's really weird. Can I ask you if you're religious? Uh, uh, like, yeah, not. I'm not religious. No, not. That, not that's, like, that's a big problem. No one will listen to you if you're not religious. That is a massive problem. Yeah, like I believe. Yeah, I, no, I understand that completely. That's why I'm like, yeah, they they want religion because you know the state is the other religion. So if you don't mm-hmm. have a competing story, they're they're not gonna like you. Yeah, I I don't I'm not I, like I don't go to church. Like I believe I don't believe that we're all here by accident or anything. But yeah, I couldn't be a religious leader. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, that's that's a big problem. So I I avoid that issue if someone asks me i'm like well i believe in a creator because somehow that's mixed up as as a god 
but I don't believe in God. I don't obey a God. I, but I know someone created me hundred percent, but yeah, people want that and they will not listen to you if you're not religious. That's like one of the biggest mistakes I've made all through the years is, is being too honest about how I feel about that. So yeah, I, I back, I, I've, I back noticed that. That. <laughs> I've noticed that and I was almost going to say something about it, but I was like, eh, I'll let, I'm sure Marcus knows, but yeah, it's, it's one of those things that you're exactly right. People will not, People, if they're going to be away from, you know, their God, if you're going to take them away from their God, which is the government and, you know, mainstream society, they're going to want a replacement. It's it's really bizarre. Yes. I just want to point out to people here that uh, are on fakeologist.com. We do have a really good forum, fakeologist.com forward slash forums too. And I got some really good posters on here. And we have every topic known to man on here. And it works with your phone if you download Tapatalk. It's really easy to read, really easy to post pictures and videos. And Rachel I'm... is a big contributor there. So if anyone wants to go check that out, it is quite busy over there. And they're yeah. doing a lot of research. Mm -hmm. uh, I've heard you say Tapatalk, and I've used it for other forums and stuff. But it, to me, it's annoying because it doesn't it sort by like the newest first well i think the there's newest... that's the way most people want to read a forum okay but yeah i think that... play around with it a bit i don't use it a lot i'll be honest but um that's what i'll have to do i'll have to check it out it. because you don't have I've... to use it the, the, no i understand it does format quite well for a phone without it you don't but, need yeah that. and if you have the app on your phone and it's a Tapatog compatible app. It autom or website. It automatically opens in Tapatog, which kind of annoys me. But mm. everybody says it's great, so I think I just haven't given it enough yeah. time. I haven't given it a chance. Well, it does work. And most people, yeah, like no, through their their apps and not the the browser. But it does work <laughs> through the browser. You could probably turn off the loading of Tapatog if you don't want to. See yeah, that. yeah. That's no, that's. That's what I've done, but it, it just, I, I need to just spend some time and set it up because I'm sure it is. I mean, reading it is so much easier than reading a browser on a phone. Like, uh -huh. obviously, you know, you're not having to zoom and, you know, sh scroll around and stuff. So, yeah, I definitely agree. I just, I need to spend a little time and change the settings and stuff. Uh-huh. All right, so I want to give that heads up. Um, I've got nothing else. You, uh, it's been about an hour and a half, and it's a weeknight, but uh, apparently I have to get ready to contact Trace soon. Thank God I didn't <laughs> guests come over. <laughs> That's where I, 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 I said to my wife, we are so lockdown ready, people. We don't travel. Mm -hmm. We don't have people over. We're just perfect. We go to work. <laughs> we... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so, I'm the same. We're we're pretty much the same way. We eat all our meals at home, like yeah. maybe once a month. You know, we'll we eat out or something. But we don't eat meat. We we love meat, but we ration it. We we don't ration it. But we just don't. We don't throw a steak on every every day. It's every two weeks. We're really we're really ready for this whole reset. Um, <laughs> it's just that 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 needle thing and the not being able to work support yourself problem that's the big problem we have with it right now and of course we can't do anything we want to do if we wanted to do it so just three really sticky points with this great reset that we've got 
<laughs> I still kind of think like I'm still in the boat, like uh, what Sarah was talking about that, you know, I think they're just going to leave us alone. It's like too much risk for too little reward. They're just really I, wait. Yeah. Who's who? who's going to leave us alone? The controllers. I think the people who, yeah, whoever, whoever's running this stuff, I think they're not going to mess like, with people out. Not, not this week. <laughs> yeah, it just depends. Like if you, yeah, if you have like a job for a big corporation or you live in the city or you have to interface with those kind of people. But if you move to rural areas, like, I mean, maybe I'm just. The difference between like Broward County where I am now and Okeechobee yeah. County where I live in the belly of the beef. It's a huge they difference. They faded out there, Chris. Oh, yeah, there my phone yeah, maybe but yeah you think the same way in uh, lancaster county marcus say that again do you think the same way in lancaster county you're in the sticks do you think uh they're gonna leave you alone my wife uh is waiting for the hammer to drop it's like it, it, it what what are you gonna do if they say you have to it, it's crazy. She when she goes to meetings, she was telling me that she like she's the only teacher who's not vaccinated. Now I disagree with that. I bet you there's more, mm -hmm. but it's a very high percentage of teachers who are vaccinated. I'm sure of it. She literally has to hide. She doesn't talk to anyone because they all come in. They're like, oh, since all the teachers are vaccinated, you know, we we're going to be doing this. Keep your distance and keep this. And yeah. like we're just waiting for the hammer to drop. And uh, if if you heard what happened in California today. You know, it always starts in California. Then tell us quickly. Newsom's back. Gruesome Newsom. California vaccine. Let's see. Well, I know that, like I said, Apoc Shaker, and I think that guy, your fake is fake. I think he's going to. You keep cutting out, Chris. Marcus, you're still looking it up. I am, yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see, California. Something about the mandate. Let's see, California. But here, so get it back to my wife. If she loses her job, everyone's like, oh, you can get another job. Well, when you're a teacher, you know this, Tim. When you're a teacher, your pay scale goes up every year. And when you get another job as a teacher, if they allow you to, you start at the bottom. You right. you literally go from eighty-eight thousand dollars to twenty-six thousand dollars. Wow, is that much of a drop? Oh my god, yes, yes. Mm. So that's why, like these teachers who take early retirement, they'll take early retirement and then they'll get a teaching job. You have to go to another state. You can't do it in the same state. So they're okay with making that 26 because they get their early retirement. They're basically getting time and a half, basically. But if with this vaccine thing, they're like, you're going to lose your job. You, your pay goes from 88 to 26. Have you guys looked into the exemptions? Uh, I have software that writes the exemptions. It, they work some of the time. They don't work all the time. There's no rhyme and reason why. It, when you, by the way, when you realize this exemption, you can't talk about things like, you're against this not vaccine. You can't say that. You have to say, I have deeply religious convictions. That is, yeah, yeah, that's that what, is what they did. say. Yeah, that's what Apoc did. But he, I mean, he just said, like, he didn't say, I'm, I'm 
part of a religion or anything like that. You just said, mm -hmm. I feel that my soul is eternal and mm -hmm. that if I mix it with this, that I might not go where I want to go or, you know, something bad might happen to me in the afterlife and that's it. And they went breeze right there. No problem. <laughs> What's that? How about the today life? Forget the afterlife. How about the yeah, I mean, Jesus. It's, it's a hoop. Well, you know, we all jump through hoops that are dumb for the government. Like we do it every day. We have driver's licenses. We have car insurance, you know, but but that's just one you can, you know, I don't agree with it. But if you are if you work in a job where they're going to make you, I fortunately, I don't. My wife doesn't. But you could just do the religious exemption. You know, she's prepared if her company ever you know, it goes nuts. Like she'll just do the religious exemption. She's not religious at all. Like. Well, neither are, but, but neither are we, but what if they say no? And that's happening a lot. We've already said up here, there'll be no exemptions. Very rare. This is what I'm saying. They're just trying to intimidate the hell out of people. So, and I'm not, I'm not confident in that. Uh, they've already, they've already, they've already, they've already put out, a defense wall saying we're going to be looking for fake paperwork right now until it's all hooked up to the matrix database. They've, they've, they've all, they, yeah, they, I wouldn't they, do fake paperwork. I would just tell them it's against your religion. That's it. And it's like against your beliefs. Like, well, show me where they denied somebody and I'll, I'll try to figure out why, but I, I oh, haven't well, seen everybody I know who's tried it that I like have a relationship with. It's worked. Go to mm -hmm. go to Godlike Productions and go read through there. There's tons but, of yeah, but I don't know those people. Like that's just a I website. don't either. But there are too many for them not to be true. Sure, some of them is agitprop. I I get that, but there's too, way too many people that seem really legit to me. Okay, right. well, that's that's fine. We can agree to disagree. I just I don't think I haven't seen it happen to anybody I know, and I know a few people that have done it, and it hasn't been a problem, but. Maybe, and they weren't just in Florida. Like this was in California. Apoc Shakers in California. He sent me a copy of the letter and everything, and it hmm. it breezed through. He said the HR lady was like super, like she was like rewarding him. He's like it was the weirdest thing. He said I thought they were gonna give me a hard time, and she was like, you know, rewarding me for sticking to my guns. It was weird. <laughs> Well, I, I can tell you this, the, the religious leaders are lockstep. They get grants from the government. Oh, yeah, they're on the uh, payroll. They, they will not sign that religious exemption. Well, you don't need a, a clergy. I, I agree. You don't need a signature, right. But a lot of people yeah. think that you do, and that's well, they, so they, this they is all that. threats and coercion. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. You do put it on the form, though. But yeah, my, yeah I, I pray at home. I go right to Jesus from here. He, we have a pipeline, <laughs> so if they want to... Uh, if they want me to get his signature, I'll. Uh, it'll take a while to come down. Maybe you're like Frank, you're like Carmax. You skip the middleman and go right to the source. <laughs> yeah, why not? Well, I'm gonna close it out now. It's yeah, ten o'clock. Now I want to play this one clip that has been echoing my brain for the last while, and I had to go dig it up. I know I put it on Fake Two before, but it's it's from Bill Gates and. You know, obviously, I just, if anyone is confused about what's going on, this is a plan. This is a 10 year plan. Every month has been written down in someone's daytime, and they know what's going on. And this, I think, was from last year with uh, Sir Sir Gates. You know, he's a knight, by the way, don't you? Uh, MBE. And is he KBE or an MBE or an OBE? MBE. 
a member of the British Empire. So here he is with uh, Kevin Klein, his husband. <laughs> um, and, uh, uh, many people uh, had this had this documented on Twitter. I couldn't find it on Google, but Twitter is great for searching. So I found it on Twitter and put it on FacoTube. So I'll play this to uh, make everyone feel a little agitated for September, October. And yeah. uh, and then we'll close it at that. All right, guys. That, this was fun. I'll listen on the backside. Yeah. Enjoyed talking to you guys. Have yeah, a good one. Yeah, you, appreciate Jen. All right. Take care, everybody. Here is Sir Australia. Billy. You know, they took their experience and actually prepared, and so they moved a lot faster. Uh, so we, you know, we'll have to prepare for the next one. That, you know, I'd say is uh, will get attention this time. So we, you know, we'll have to prepare for the next one. That, you know, I'd say is uh will get attention this time on mm -hmm. that you know i'd say is uh will get attention this time mm -hmm. and that you know i'd say is uh will get attention this time mm -hmm.